0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Spring is in the air, and that means it's time to refresh your wardrobe with the season's hottest trends at the Black Sheep Boutique. Don't blend in this spring. Stand out with the Black Sheep Boutique with two locations to serve you in Tupelo or Saltillo or online at the Black Sheep Boutique, Tupelo.com. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi, you're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app, and, of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch Good Things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. You'll see you not alone in the studio today. As many of you are gearing up for the Dixie National Radio. I thought it would be good to catch up with one of our favorite rodeo queens in the house, Miss Jacqueline Irvin. She was previously held the title of Miss Dixie National in 2021. She served as your Miss Rodeo Mississippi in 2023. She got third runner-up at Miss Rodeo America Pageant, and she won the 2023 Elite Rodeo Royalty Ambassador of the Year. So, girl,
3: you've been busy. <laughs> I have. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be back. Well,
1: it's good to be back. I think the last time you were here, you had just gotten, do they say crown or is it hat yes, or whatever it is? just gotten our crown. We <laughs> wear it on
3: our hat, but we still get a crown. You still
1: get a crown for Miss Rodeo Mississippi, and you were headed out to Miss Rodeo America pageant. So catch us up from there. How was that? How was that experience? So, It
3: was a lot of preparation that went into it. So Mm -hmm. basically for the full year of my reign, I was constantly studying. I met with a coach twice a month. I was riding as many horses as I could to prepare for the horsemanship portion of the pageant, and then the few weeks leading up to the pageant were really stressful. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous, but I'm so excited at the same time. You know, you get this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to compete for the title of Miss Radio America, and it's an eight-day-long pageant, so a lot goes into it. There's many impromptu speaking portions, interviews with the judges, and a horsemanship part where we ride two horses we've never been on and that we've never seen, and then we just go straight into the arena and complete a pattern. So it was a lot, but it was exciting, and I'm super thankful for the Opportunity to have been able to do, that. and third runner ain't bad at all. No, I was super excited with the outcome. So yeah, so now
1: we're back. We're back in Mississippi, as you mentioned, back in the real world. Sadly, I asked, "Have we crowned a twenty twenty four Miss Rodeo um Miss, Miss or Mississippi?" Not this year because Not there year. wasn't. So explain how that how that pageant sort of system works and how you you have hope for the future because there's a lot of young girls coming up. Yes,
3: so the Miss Rodeo Mississippi pageant is in conjunction with the Miss Dixie National Pageant, and there's 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 a sweetheart division in that, a junior miss, a princess, and a miss, Dixie National. So all of those young girls coming up hopefully will one day compete for the title of Miss Radio Mississippi, and there's a lot of prospects coming up that would do an amazing job, and there are a few girls, I think, that in the next couple years will make their way to Miss Rodeo Mississippi and the ones that I'm thinking of I know would do a phenomenal job representing our state in the sport of rodeo and I just hope that they all continue to grow up and compete for Miss Rodeo Mississippi one day.
1: Which I think will just continue the more people are aware of it, the more the young girls are aware of the opportunities yes, that it sort absolutely. of provides you because outside of obviously it's just a fun time, You've been a, you've been afforded some really cool opportunities sort of from this. So as you've come back, Jacqueline, like what's next for you what do you see on the horizon for for your next phase of life
3: for my next phase of life it's taken a while to get used to it because I was so busy and going 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 and now everything is kind of calmed down a little bit but I have an online boutique Quince and Company so I've jumped back into that and I absolutely love fashion and all that there was also a fashion show at the Miss America pageant so I really got to be in my element for that and I loved it but I've jumped right back into Quince and Company and been you know modeling for that and getting all that back on track because I took a break kind of towards Mm -hmm. the end of my year to get ready for the America pageant and then I also work at Elizabeth Clare's in Jackson so I'm still trying to stay busy because I was so used to it I'm like I still feel like I need something else but it's nice to sit back and relax a little bit but still have a lot going on. So this is going to be your
1: first year in a while I guess in a couple of years that you're going to get to go to the Nixie National as just a patron. Does it it feel (laughs) weird? Does it feel like you're going to you know Um, like when you go to when you leave your job especially on good terms and then you come back to visit say it's for you know somebody else's retirement or you have to stop back by it's that weird feeling of like it feels like home but yet it's no longer your home and it's just kind of awkward I'm
3: kind of scared to go back honestly because I'm like (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna be so sad because I'm gonna feel like I should be like able to help and I'm like I can't go across the fence I can't go in the back you know I'm just a normal everyday person attending a rodeo, but it'll also be a lot of fun to watch and get to see what everyone else experiences rather than just being in the arena because it's two totally different feelings. So I'm excited to watch everybody and see some familiar faces, but just be back in and get to soak it all in.
1: When you started out, did you, how did, in the pageant circuit uh, within the Miss uh, Dixie National and the Miss Rodeo Mississippi, did you start out, as you mentioned, like in the beginning, or where did you first enter into that organization?
3: The pageant world. So I was a flag girl for the Dixie National Rodeo, and then I kind of got introduced to the pageant. Part of that, I was like, I didn't even know that there were queens for horse pad, like horse pad like that. And I was like, absolutely, I will do it. Like, this is right up my alley. I'm kind of a girly girl, but also a horse girl. So just combine them together and you get a rodeo queen. And so I just tried out for Miss Sixty National. And whenever I did that, I was hooked. I was like, okay, yes, this is is my thing. I love it. I get to be in the rodeo world, but then dress up, too. So then I just knew that the next step for me was Miss Rodeo Mississippi and to compete for Miss Rodeo America one day. And here I am looking back, and it's been a wild ride, and I'm so thankful for the opportunities that it gave me. So for the young girls
1: listening, uh, Jacqueline, who think about all kinds of pageants, and they may not be horse uh, girls, they could also be the rodeo girls, but just the pageant sort of circuits in general. There's all different kinds now that lead to different ways. Volunteer Mississippi, Miss Mississippi, Miss Rodeo, or Miss Dixie National, and and goes on and on. What are the pros? I mean, obviously, there's cons to any time you get into anything that's a competition, but for young women, what did you gain? Even if you never got the crown, like what are those special things that you gained out of being a part of these organizations?
3: I gained a lot. I was thinking about this the other day, and I gained friends that I would never have met. I have a friend in Arizona. I have a friend in Alabama, one in Montana, like just all over the world. If I travel anywhere and need someone, I know somebody in the state probably from this, as well as memories that I will literally never forget, like road trips that were 24 hours long, and we just talked the entire way. Memories I'll never forget. And then also just as myself, public speaking was something I had to overcome that I was terrified of, and I really like it now. I'm like, good grief, where did this come from? So that as well as, you know, having yourself – Just presented in a way that you're proud of professionally, being able to interview with people and, you know, be confident in myself. So stuff like that that I've gained. Been able to study really well. I've had to learn kind of the way I learn and the way that helps me the best. So I got to learn a lot about my about myself, improve things for myself, and then also just make friends and memories. So
1: would you do it all over again? I would
3: do it all over again in a heartbeat. <laughs>
1: well, we are right on the cusp of the 2024 Dixie National Rodeo. I know you don't necessarily have a part in it, but as holding the title back in 2021, assuming part of your reign was to encourage people to come out and get connected with the rodeo and create those experiences for their family, even if they're not going to be in the arena. So still now, is it like special, for people to support it to come out and sort of see what's going on there at the at the fairgrounds.
3: Yeah, so throughout my year one of our main jobs is being an ambassador for the rodeo. And so we're supposed to go out and encourage people to come, tell them about rodeo, just help spread the knowledge about rodeo. And I think that that's a huge part that is sometimes overlooked is that people that come to a rodeo, usually it's some of them is their first time and that's from rodeo queens going out and bringing them in. And The rodeo is constantly growing and growing, and I hope to see it become even bigger in the future like I know it will. And they just stay true to their traditions and everything, and I just love Rodeo, yeah, and bringing people. What's well, one of the it. cool
1: traditions that maybe if you're not on the inside of the Dixie National, you may miss, or if you're not familiar with it, or yeah. going all the time that you may miss just by being a, um, someone in the stands? Yes,
3: rodeo is a very family-oriented sport. So whether you're in the back in the alleyway, you'll notice that everybody kind of interacts like their family, and that is something that when I noticed, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. When I went to Cheyenne this summer, I stayed with a host home, is what. pair us up with when we're traveling and it was this lady who took me in like her own she gave me a bed she gave me food treated me just like I was her own daughter and it was amazing I gave her a pair of Montana silversmith earrings and we both cried so it's just it's an amazing group that everyone just comes together feels like family whether you've met them yesterday or six months ago it's an amazing experience what's your favorite event oh gosh my favorite event I've always said steer wrestling it's oh, the uh,
4: least <laughs> those I poor know. babies.
3: I, I do, okay, I do like bulls because of you know they well, turn the lights exciting. off, they yeah. do the spotlights, and it's super fun to watch. But I don't know. I've always loved to watch deer wrestling.
1: I always get up and sorry like that, and then the when where do they throw the rope, and then they tie the calf calf, calf roping. roping. yeah. so that's always my bathroom break oh my and gosh. go to get popcorn but just because. And I know it doesn't hurt them. Yes, I've been no. through it, and it's all the things, and it's just one of those things. So you just feel bad, and then I'm the one that cheers when the calf you know gets. Gets flute, away. Gets away. <laughs> yeah. So it's just not a good experience yes. for those that are around me that take it seriously. But I always enjoyed the barrel racing, obviously. Oh, well, yeah,
3: I have to say the, that's actually my first one, but because I used to be a barrel, a barrel racer. So I mean, I guess I forgot about that one. But if we're talking about like the cowboy events. Yeah.
1: that would be that would be something exciting so people need to get their tickets but you went and got your tickets earlier today today. and you mentioned your own business so you're a little entrepreneur now is this a brick and mortar is it online business how can we support you there
3: it is online so quinsoncompany.com you can shop from there but, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Well, we are so happy to have you back. I
1: feel like we'll probably catch up in the future yes. again. I'm Jacqueline. And just continue to soar. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, you guys, stick with us though. We got more for you coming up next. good things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at Supertalk.fm. If you've downloaded that Supertalk app, you can stream us live from there any day, anytime, anywhere. You can also find us too on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station and you can watch us. We are on Supertalk TV. You can catch us on your computer or your mobile device. You can catch Gerard Gibbert at the Mississippi Trademark coming up Thursday for the Dixie National Rodeo as it rolls along. It's brought to you by Farm Bureau and Ag Up Equipment Sales of Champions. And if you're looking for a great guide to to the 59th Annual Dixie National Rodeo. You can find that over at supertalk.fm. They've got um, all a great article with everything from kicking off from Friday all the entertainment, everything that you may want to know about planning your trip to the Dixie National Rodeo or what day to come over at supertalk.fm under the lifestyle tab. I can also add that into the Good Things Facebook group for you guys. So it's super simple for you to snag. Unfortunately, Taylor Swift is not on the list of the entertainers for the Dixie National Rodeo. But if you want to see her, we are giving you an opportunity to do that. Plus, put a little money in your park pocket. The Margaritaville Resort and Paradise Pier Park Fun Park, excuse me, in Biloxi, along with Super Talk Mississippi, is presenting you Taylor Swift in a cash gift. So here's what you get: you get a pair of tickets to see a Taylor Swift's Eras. Yes. I did it. it. Took me like five days to do it. Tour at the Superdome in New Orleans on Saturday, October the twenty sixth. Plus, uh, we got a thousand dollars too. And how can you win? Just enter your name and contact information at one of our registration boxes at select locations across the state, or you can go to supertalk.fm/slash Taylor Swift to find the full list of registration locations and more. And if you're looking for a fun event to do, we always turn to our favorite people at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. Nicole Smith always has the best things going on there and Arbor Day Mississippi Arbor Day is just around the corner and you guys are going to be celebrating that like always with so much fun. So welcome Nicole. Hey, Rebecca. Thanks for having me today. (laughs) Absolutely, girl. I I mean, y'all are so busy there with all the cool things and events. I think the last time we talked, it was for uh, your New Year's Eve, and now we're moving right into your spring and summer events. And Arbor Day is one you guys have been doing for a while, so tell us about it.
4: Yeah, so, uh, just like you think, uh, Arbor Day is about trees. And there is a National Arbor Day, but Mississippi has its own Arbor Day. And it coincides with the best time of year to plant trees. Ah, uh, okay, so, what, what's there, our actual Arbor Day,
1: Nicole? So,
4: so it is this Friday, February 9th, and that's when we are, uh, also having our event. So we're doing our event from, um, n- excuse me. Tent nine until noon on February ninth. And we're we're doing it through lots of different interactive stations where you can uh learn more about trees, everything from the classic, you know tree-ring aging identity uh, craft to um, actually doing some guided nature hikes so that you can learn about trees with actual foresters, which is kind of awesome. And if it rains, no problem, because we have a lot of indoor forestry exhibits, too, and so we can actually do, like, guided tours of the trees within the museum.
1: Which is always a good time, and this is something I feel like it's one of those things. You know, you can come to the museum and learn a lot about a lot of different things in nature, but you may not see this in your backyard. This is one of those events. Like what you learn, you really can go back home and kind of look and see and scavenger hunt within your own uh, backyard. Assuming if you have if you have trees on your property, and if you live a little bit more out, you probably have a little bit more to to uh, look for. But this is one that really kind of hits home to say, Nicole.
4: It really does, and, and and here's the truth of it. Trees affect every part of our life. They affect the air that you breathe. They might be the furniture that you're sitting on or the pencils you're writing with. Trees are a part of every little thing that we do, and it's important to understand the sustainable and renewable resource and what it does to, you know, provide or be a part of the habitat that our wildlife so importantly needs. You know, so this is, it's a great little event. It is called STEM Leaves and Trees because it is like the science, technology, engineering, and math all built around trees, but it's done in a very playful and informative way. Uh, we even have an artist coming uh, that's called the Angry Dragon Customs, and all they do is work with wood, and it's just, it's it's fascinating to see their stuff um, and how they work with it. And honestly, you might want to buy something for Valentine's Day for your sweetie there because it's really gorgeous. Um we even unique. have a leaf printing activity where kids, like, take our leaves and use them to make uh, cards, and they learn how to identify trees just based on their leaves. And we've got a company coming doing paper-making demonstrations, and there's seed germination and, I mean, and a log dissection where you're actually, like, tearing apart the log and looking for the little tiny critters that live in there and learning about the food chains there. So it's, there's a lot of stuff going on at it. It's going to be a really good event.
1: And this is 9 to 12 coming up this friday but i know for those listening to good things nicole that may not be able to make it i think this is one you have several worksheets or things that folks can print off particularly i think with the leaves or the identifying of trees am i correct
4: uh yeah on our website we do have a, a mississippi tree um kind of scavenger hunts that you can do which is like so much fun very great you know great to use those with your with your kids and we also have um You know, if you come and visit the museum just later in the week, you can uh, just do some uh, trail hikes. So that's a really nice way to, like, enjoy the time, too. Uh, One thing worth mentioning about Friday's event, we do have a limited number of trees for giveaway saplings. And so uh we have another some nut all oaks and some uh cherry bark oaks and uh it's a you know supp- wild supplies last kind of thing but we're giving some away and uh the urban forestry council is also giving spring bulbs away. I think it's daffodils this year. So we've got some some pretties for you to make your springtime spring uh joyfully in your yards. <laughs> It's, it, you know, it's good to hear,
1: Nicole, it's time to start planting new life, that even though it may, we're starting to see a little rainy, dreary, a little cold coming back kind of weather. It's February, guys, it's what happens. Spring is around the corner, so it's time to start preparing for those beautiful spring plants, um, now.
4: Oh, yeah, it, it is, and, uh, and, if you want to do it just perfectly, check out websites like the Mississippi State Extension Service. They have lots of wonderful, good advice on what to plant, when, and how. And uh and I think they're going to be here exhibiting, too. So we've got... Yeah, there's so much great support and information out there for you. And if you have questions, you can always call us too. We'll help you out.
1: Or you could just come out and sort of plan your trip. I know spring break's right around the corner. Folks need to don't need an excuse, but if you need one to go to the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science, anytime you got the kids out of school, then just take them on out. It'll be a a lot of fun. You guys have a permanent exhibit now: Attack, Attack of the Bloodsuckers.
4: (laughs) So, yeah, that, that's how glamorous, out with the, doesn't it? You're like, i to spring break. <laughs> did you
1: come up with the name of that exhibit? You had two of, right?
4: No, uh, we did, we rented it though, and, uh, so you want to know more about ticks. I mean, I know no, you do. No, I, I, I don't, actually. How do you kill
1: them? How do you avoid them? How do you decrease them? That is, <laughs> they needed to go with the dinosaurs. That's all I'm going to say. Well, the dinosaurs are coming this summer,
4: but Attack of the Bloodsuckers is here now, and it is a lot of fun It's such a weird title for an event, but uh, an exhibit, but it is very playful uh it's done in a very uh child friendly way, and it helps us kind of understand about all the things that need a blood meal to survive, so whether it's leeches or mosquitoes or ticks, all of these. Creepy crawly, strange little things have a wonderful place in our ecosystem, and we need to un- understand them more so that we know how to be around them. And uh, and it's it's clever, and it's weird, and it's wonderful, and it's definitely worth your time. <laughs>
1: do we do we need? Name- Mosquitoes, Nicole. Do we need them? We
4: really do, actually, Why? believe it or not. There's a ton of animals that need oh, them. Okay. With without mosquitoes, there are certain birds that wouldn't have as much of a meal. There are uh, bats re- live and require uh, at least a lot of them do. They require mosquitoes for meals. There's a ton of things too. And the life cycle for some of our aquatic um some of our fishes. There's a lot of things that need them. They're part of the food chain. If you remove them, it could be somewhat devastating to our food chains, believe it or not.
1: I would like to keep my head in the sand and think the birds and the bats could take one for the team and find something else to eat. <laughs>
4: <laughs> or more. it works. does not work like that. All things in the universe are connected in the end. <laughs> oh, absolutely.
1: Or maybe they should just get – maybe we just – I need to know what those birds and bats are, and I will put them in my backyard. How about that? And then they can just get fat and happy off of what's on my back porch. Would that, would, would that work? Can we just have a no, buffet? But, no, okay. but it's a nice idea. It's a nice idea. I'm trying. Maybe I should. I need to come to the bloodsuckers' attack at the bloodsuckers and, and, and learn a little more.
4: I mean, and it's here for a while, you know. So, like, if whether you want to come and just enjoy the exhibit anytime, yeah. that's a blessing. Uh, you know, definitely do that. But do we also, need tickets no, for the Plinator Arbor Day, Day,
1: Nicole? Do we need tickets yeah, we for Arbor, Arbor Day?
4: Day? We've got Pollinator Day. We've got. 21st Fossil Road Show coming up that first Saturday in March and I mean you name it we got it coming on so follow our website Mississippi Museum of Natural Science or check us out on Facebook and you'll see the 100 billion things we've got coming because it's a busy
1: season. It is a busy season which means we'll get you back on I'm sure before long to talk about your next good event but Mississippi Arbor Day is this Friday 9 to 12 at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. Thank you for your time Nicole.
4: Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> all right, you guys stick with us. We got more for you up next.
0: I can't, I can't, I'm
4: sore.
0: Complete.
1: Good song choice right now, and I'll tell you why. After welcoming you back to good things, don't forget our Super Talk Mississippi News team is covering your Mississippi stories. Stay up to date and sign up for our free weekly newsletter at supertalk.fm slash newsletter. All right, so Valentine's Day is not but what? A week away. A week away. So there's still time for you to get your ex's name into a company, and it will be turned into toilet paper. By Valentine's Day. Actually, it's not their name. It's old love letters. So it's all about recycling, reusing, and re-upping things you no longer need or bring you joy in your life. It's a toilet paper company, and they're offering members of the public the chance to have old love letters from their exes turned into recycled bathroom tissue for Valentine's Day. Who gives a crap is the name of the program. (laughs) Okay, do thumbs up for for the naming of it. It's a recycled toilet paper company. It launched in 2012 and it's Flusher X is the name of the specific line and they will turn your old love, lovers, love letters into privy paper for you to use. Do you use it or do you send it to your ex? Which do you do? Because if you if you send it to your ex, you are then letting them know you hung on to, assuming I don't know how long ago you were exes and who still writes like handwritten love letters number
2: one well that's that's the one sticking point and the second sticking point is i got a couple exes if i got a package from them i'm not opening that package
1: (laughs) that's probably wise that's probably very wise um but hey it's all i think it's you know for fun and whatever it may be the company is accepting love letter donations mailed to the certain address and the United, they'll take it from the United States, Austria, and Britain. But they will be accepted through February the 29th. So if you just really need it, even past Valentine's Day, you still have that opportunity to, to do it
2: to find closure.
1: I do feel like if if you had a relationship that was at the level that you loved each other enough to handwrite notes, this this you know side of the where we're at in terms of digital world, then it probably was a bad split. There probably was, you know, and if you still have there were probably some hurt feelings, which leads you to, you wonder though, if you could take other things and turn it into toilet paper, because like, you know, I'm 20 years removed from my degree, and I still have my binder of all my <laughs> all of my things that I no longer need, but I'm terrified to get rid of it, or whatever it else may be. Maybe you could turn it into to something a little more fun and recyclable and, and have a have a have a little laugh with it
2: yeah that's one thing i couldn't quite bring myself to throw away in the move a couple years ago is i have two boxes two of the big paper boxes for the the reams of paper come Mm -hmm. in that are full of textbooks from college not just my textbooks it seems like i've collected other textbooks that people didn't want anymore for classes i never even thought were offered and i can't bring myself to throw them away because i'm looking at it going that cost somebody 300 bucks that cost somebody 500 bucks.
1: Well, knowing that the information's outdated now anyway, but I get it. I've still got textbooks. I've got things from college, like uh, work done. I still have this palpitating fear that a certain professor is going to come back and she's going to be like, you know, I-, I woke up in the middle of the night and I remembered you didn't do X, Y, and Z. And so we're going to have to pull your degree from you and you have to start all back over. It's irrational. But here we are. And so I'm keeping the binder to be like, oh, no, girl, like you signed off on, you know, on all of it. Anybody who's been through a kind of like an internship or situation that way, you probably can feel that. Um, but there are interesting things that you just you, you feel like you can't necessarily like let go of. My poor mother-in-law couldn't let go of like uh, magazines that she hadn't that, you know, back in the day when you actually got magazine subscriptions mailed to your house. You may still do that, but probably very few. But there was a time where like that was like the thing because you didn't have the internet to sum through, like digital magazines to look through or feeds to go through. Or if
2: you're like my family and you're still trying to figure out who signed up for Sports Illustrated.
1: And who's paying for it? Nobody. And, just, and it just shows up. We went yeah. through,
2: every, like, check your account. Do you have Sports Illustrated? Check. Do you have sports? Nobody's paying for this, but it's still showing up. And she felt while they're having a hard time financially, she couldn't
1: get rid of them unless she looked through them for recipes or like whatever it was she needs. So they just slowly would stack up and God bless her. She has four wonderful children. I married her oldest and they would slowly over the years, like tote, magazines out for her without her like knowing about it until it was too late and then obviously she would recognize and be like, ah but what are you gonna do about it. It's found its way to the you know to the end of the end of the driveway. So you may have something you just refuse to throw out. 601 Six oh one eight seven nine four three nine five you can let us know. Other things that like come to mind are like people who hold on to It's okay to
2: confess your inner order.
1: Your inner and and I think we all have like there's a level of hoarder in us all. Like, I mean, there's you can't yeah. be a person that gets rid of everything on point. There's even
2: if it's just uh, you're hoarding out of sentimentality,
1: right? And I was going to say for parents or grandparents, and I think that's a generational thing. Too, because there wasn't the resale opportunities that there are now for new for for young uh for young parents you can get some cash for that for that toy or for that stroller or whatever it may be now where you didn't
2: yeah previous generations that was hand-me-downs for so and so who just had a kid and they could use it
1: which is crazy because if you've got that in-law or that Parent or grandparent that did save things from yourself or your spouse's childhood it's nuts what comes out of the attic it's like oh you need a bouncer we've got a 1992 model right you know right up here that's just as good as you know what you buy now
2: oh yeah um, the little doctor kit that i played with when i was a wee little man that's from the seventies. Like I have memories of something I shouldn't have memories of because it was my older brother's, who's thirteen years older than me. It was his when he was a kid, and my parents just put it away when he grew out of it. And then along comes me. Well, guess what? You got a little doctor kit for you to play with. Did your little brother
1: get it also? Oh yeah. Certain toys that kind of yeah that got that got, that definitely gets um, handed down. Things that I can't throw away though that aren't sentimental. A good bag. And not like a good, like polyester, like a bag, bag, like a good, like paper bag, like or a good, supposed to be reusable, but it's not like quality, but whatever. I'm, I, I'm at that age where I will keep. I'll be like, oh, that's a good bag. I don't know what I'm gonna use it for, but I'm gonna put. I have a cabinet. For, like the, pay, like, the good bags. Like, for the good bags. And you never know when you know, if people come over and they want to take leftovers home. I got a bag for you. Or you want to clean out a closet or something. You got a bag to put that stuff in. And then tote it sort of out. So a good bag comes in handy more often than not.
2: I would add to that a good box as well. Something like you get a gift mm-hmm. in a box and it's like, wow, that's a sturdy box. I mean, thanks for the gift. But this is a good box, too.
1: I just can't see myself... Getting rid of that. Um, And I think we all have, we definitely all have those little things that we kind of just, I can, it's not really hoarding, but maybe you are and you can confess that for sure. Um, But yeah, that you just want to sort of hang on to.
2: I mean, there's a difference in having a corner of a closet that's just kind of a pile of stuff you don't want to get rid of versus, well, I have one seat on the couch. It used to have three, but both sides are now completely covered in newspapers, magazines, and fast food wrappers because I can't throw anything away like yes. that. That's when you should probably talk to somebody about
1: it. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah, not us because we're not. We don't have that. above our paper. I don't grade. have
2: any of that training. Don't have any. I'm just gonna of... probably hurt your feelings.
1: You know, though. Uh, but another issue, or um, I guess. Uh, Toxic traits, not toxic traits, but that I have, and my husband picks on me, is if something is like wearing out, but it's worn in and it's still functional. Even if you buy me a brand new replacement, I will hold on to the new thing and continue to use. And I'm grateful for it, and I'm looking forward to the day that me and the new house slippers. Or I remember my dad did this with a pair of um, um, fireplace gloves. He had like it had holes all in them and we bought him some for Christmas and they sat by the fireplace for, se- for several more winters before he actually used them because he still found the others functional and he just wasn't ready to part with said functional ones even though he was gifted you know, new and improved ones and I feel that way about about certain things. I'm grateful for the upgrade but I don't feel like I've completely seen the other to its demise yet so I'm going to keep using it and for and push back the new thing for as long as possible.
2: That's just going to make the new one last even longer.
1: It is, <laughs> and you don't feel as bad about using the old one as much anymore because you know you have a new replacement. So there's not like the worry that it's really going to like bust. No, out you're not going to mistreat the, the old one, one no. but you
2: you still may you may use it a little more.
1: Yeah, I do it with jackets, house slippers. I can name a, a ton of things that I should just go on and shift over, but then. It's just not the same. Ah! You took Dan and Hattiesburg's advice for love stinks. That's if remember there's a company that will take your old love letters and turn them into reusable toilet paper. You flush your ex. Flush your ex. (laughs) Don't give a crap is what the name of it is. We do though, so stick with us. We got more for you up next.
0: Pickup truck. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: I'm going on doing this time. I feel there's no one to save me. This all and nothing really got away, driving me crazy.
2: I need somebody to hear Somebody to know Somebody to have
1: Welcome back to Good Things Don't forget we are streaming live You can find us over at supertaunt.fm You can find us on the Supertalk app and on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. You can also keep up with everything happening in the presidential primaries over at supertalk.elections. You'll get full breakdowns, state-by-state results, delegate counts, and more. So that's supertalk.fm slash elections. And here on Good Things, we like to celebrate people who have birthdays in the triple digits. And so this is Miss Edith actually had her birthday last Monday, and it's just been escaping me to sort of uh, talk about her. She is in California, not here in Mississippi. But she's She had her 116th birthday. So she is the oldest living person. She's the oldest living person in the United States. And she's the second oldest living person that they know of. I don't know who they are,
2: but. Maria of. Brañas of Spain.
1: Yes, is the oldest living person in the world. At
2: 116 years 339 days. So,
1: so she She's
2: almost 117.
1: So she's almost she's just a year maybe just more a year than Miss um than Miss Edith. And so um and they call her Edie and she has a really long last name. So God bless her on that. Um but she got very excited when she learned she was going to get carrot cake and a parade again. So she lives obviously in a nursing home and people come and celebrate her every year. She had like a really big one on the 100th and then it became like an annual thing and I bet folks were like, man, how many more, how many more years we got to show up and do this but she, she likes it so they're, they're keeping it going. Imagine 116 years so that's that's incredible. Okay, so instead of, so not just turning your old love letters into reusable toilet paper, if you missed that, you can do it. If that's a little too much for you or maybe y'all didn't write each other you can still have time, but it's running out of time to let the San Antonio Zoo know. And this is where you name a roach after your ex, and they feed it to the animals in the zoo. So it's Crimea Cockroach, is the name. <laughs> and it's a fundraiser of all things, and it allows you to name a roach, rat, or veggie after an ex or not so special someone. So they open, they open it up to everything, and then you get to know that it gets fed, and then they will feed it for the right – If you depending on your fundraising amount. If your
2: bitter arrival in accounting has just gotten on your last nerve, name a carrot after them.
1: They, so you can watch it get fed on social media, which is even to the next level of um, – you need help for that. So a veggie, $5. Name a roach is $10. Name a rodent is $25. Okay, naming a rat. Like that, I know how... Ew, the, dirty rat. I know how the cycle of life works, and I get that, that some animals require living things to survive. But the roach and the vegetables just feels a little more like fun, paying $25 to name like a... I know it's not cuddly, but I feel like we've hit another level of, really?
2: Is it because it's a fellow mammal?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I get it. Some of you have to do that to feed the things that are already in your home, and it's just part of life. And I'm not, you know, um, trust me. But it's just, but do you name them before you send them off to their There's something. I wouldn't think so. There's something like goldfish die every day. I get that. But when Goldie died in the fifth grade, I took a whole day off of school to grieve the fact that my friend was belly up when I woke up that morning and I was very distraught about it. And so naming something creates this an entire new relation, like connection with it that you never had when it was just in the wild. So, And I don't name my vegetables, so I guess that's why I don't feel the same connection to that. <laughs> and roaches, I think they should be there with mosquitoes. They should all meet their maker. But anywho, 25 bucks, you can put your ex's name on a rat and watch a snake gobble it up.
2: So they or do let you watch it on video?
1: Some of it, yes, will be... Streamed on video, because if not, then how do you know? That's what i was wondering if, if I'm like, gonna have that kind of animosity towards somebody that I'm gonna pay money and name something. Different. Yeah,
2: I want to see it out. I
1: want to see it completely. I want them to call the name. <laughs> Henceforth, da 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 da, is meeting their demise for the sins of da da da
2: Take a long drag and a sip of something cold. <laughs> It's done.
1: It's by Rebecca, sends you into the cage of. No,
2: that would be even better. We need to we need to send them an email, and let them know that they should offer a, a bonus option where, for an extra five or ten bucks, you just get a phone call from a husky voice person going, "It's done," and that's it. <laughs>
1: that's all. Okay, so I read down the rest of the article. It's pre-frozen rodents, so you know a little bit frozen
2: rodent for the ice queen it's
1: a little better than what i had in my <laughs> head <laughs> stick with this we got more for you up next you got the boys with sports salt from three to six so rhino and i'll meet you back here tomorrow at two but until then i hope you all find time for the good things, yeah,
4: good things